The following message and opinion shared during this programming is not reflective of Holistic Ho Rebellion Relief Fund. However, this podcast is leveraging its platform to elevate black organizations and businesses that create more good in the community. This podcast supports the Rebellion Relief Fund, soon to be the Seeds Worth Sowing nonprofit, and is a mutual aid program for low-income black and brown mothers, birthers, and families in need of financial and material support i.e. cleaning supplies, diapers, wipes, clothing, and hygiene products. If you are in need of support or want to share the good by volunteering or just want more information, please check their website out at holistichoe.com. That's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-H-E-A-U-X.com. Thank you for listening. Yo, 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 yo. What's bracking out there, radio world? It's fucking 5.49 on a Saturday morning. Um, I first want to apologize to you guys for not recording last night. Uh, it's no excuse, but I was like super mentally drained. Another week of school. What made it crazier was it was a week of school, um, all hybrid. My kids had been doing, I meant uh, all distance. My kids have been doing the hybrid learning shit for a couple of weeks. Um, all you judgmental parents out there, you know what you can do. Um, daddy needed a break, my kids needed social interaction, whatever. So this week, it was all distance again, coming off of a two-week fucking break. And then on top of that, uh, they didn't have any packets or shit like that because the school wasn't kind of prepared for it, which I'm not going to fault them for. So it was just a long-ass week. I cleaned my motherfucking room, reorganized my gun cabinet, got some shit like that put together, moved my desk around so I can get some more natural light. Uh, get a better place to burn my incense in the morning, catch the vibes. So it was a long-ass week, y'all. Um, so, again, want to apologize for not recording yesterday. Uh, again, I'm trying to get these recordings out every Wednesday and Friday, but I'm not a perfect man, though I seek perfection. I'm not a romance, though I seek affection. Shout-out to my man, Tupac Shakur. Um, yeah, man. So it was kind of a it was a fun little situation. Last night, uh, me and the kids, we made some homemade pizza. Their shit was fire, fire with some uh, turkey pepperoni and some turkey sausage. Because we don't eat the swine in the James household, or at least I don't. My kids do sometimes. Um, so, yeah, <clears throat> I just kind of want to come to y'all kind of with my thoughts of what's going on in this country right now and how it pertains to my parenting, right? If any of you guys know me out there in real life, you know that I am a very booming personality. I'm a extra extrovert. Uh, I like to hear I like to hear myself talk. I like to have other people hear me talk and kind of what's going on everywhere in the country right now um, as it pertains to that attack on the Capitol or that quote-unquote attack on the Capitol, even though I have my own conspiracy theories on what actually fucking happened. Um, but it has provoked a lot of conversations around the world, um, and it should be provoking conversations at home if you have children. Um, I don't care if you're black, brown, yellow, orange, red, purple. You should be having conversations with your kids. Um, I'm a huge, huge, huge proponent to monitoring what type of media your kids absorb. Right? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you how to limit screen time. Um, though we tried to in the James household, the pandemic and shit going on, it's hard as fuck to do that. Cause like people forget that us as parents, we have mental fucking health, we have mental issues. And sometimes putting the motherfuckers in front of Blippi is both beneficial to their education and also beneficial to your mental health. Gives you time to go to the garage. That's neither here nor there. 
Um, I think that it's important that we take this this time in this country to have uh, realistic conversations with our kids. Uh, I personally do not believe that it's too early um, to let my kids know that the boogeyman is real. Um, And so I have certain conversations with my kids as it pertains to what's going on in America. My kids in the past have adamantly asked, why does daddy own guns? Why does daddy go to the range? Why does daddy do certain things? Why do I carry a gun everywhere I go? And um, what took place at the Capitol is a a very friendly reminder. Um, A lot of people want to talk shit about the Black Lives Matter protests. Yeah, I have my own issues with them as a political affiliation. Um, I've got, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, But when when all the the bullshit and rah, rah, rah calms down, there's a polar different opposite uh, viewpoint from how a lot of people, college kids, showed up to a protest to protest the death of black folks compared to how a whole bunch of entitled participation medal motherfuckers showed up to protest an election that they thought was rigged and how they reacted and how protesters at Black Lives Matter protests reacted. Um, you can say whatever the fuck you want to about however that looks, but I had these conversations with my kids on the difference between how the impoverished and the demeaned and the destroyed look compared to what privilege looks like. And if you want a a clean example of what privilege looks like, um, I was at a lot of the protests in Minneapolis because I live in in Minnesota. I'm a Minneapolis resident, even though I live about 20 minutes outside the city. Um, And for the most part, it was a bunch of fucking dickhead police officers tear gassing and beating the shit out of a whole bunch of skinny-ass fucking college kids out there. It was a bunch of fucking poor people who who um, aspired to have certain materialistic possessions um, taking shit, right? Like, all bullshit aside, say what you want about looting and quote-unquote stealing or whatever, 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 but I am willing to argue with every single one of you on how the... Um, Financial racism in this country has caused a lot of people who look like me, black, brown, and indigenous people, and how we've been unable to achieve certain uh, achievements of success financially due to certain policies even within Minnesota. So if your argument is about looting and rah 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 bullshit, um, you know exactly what the fuck you can do. Because at the end of the day, you had a bunch of poor people trying to get shit that they wanted that they've never been able to afford compared to a whole bunch of fucking rich white folks who decided to fly to the nation's capital and steal shit like podiums and fucking break windows and shit. That's a total different situation. And when you look at how police officers handled that situation compared to how they handle situations with black and brown folks, um, that's all you need to know about how privilege looks like in this country. And so unfortunately, sometimes that requires tough-ass conversations with my thug-ass kids about what it means to be black in this world and what it means to even be on compound compounded on top of that, being a black woman in this world. And so um, I took that time to have those conversations. Um, I think that it is unfortunately unfair that we have to have these types of conversations with six and seven-year-olds. But as it pertains to the world, it's almost irresponsible if you don't, in my opinion, um, because we're seeing 12- and 13-year-olds get shot down by the police out here. We're seeing 12- and 13-year-olds strung up out here by fucking crazy-ass racists. So, like, you know, in four or five years, my kids are going to be in that prime age, quote-unquote. 
Uh, and so I need to prepare them for the worst case scenario. So that's all I got as it pertains to that. Um, I wish it was more funny stories, but unfortunately what's going on right now, though it doesn't surprise me, isn't really a funny thing, right? Um, a lot of us black folks were sitting back watching what was happening at the Capitol, just shaking our head and cracking jokes because we weren't surprised. If you know anything about history, if you've picked up a book and looked at it clearly without looking at yourself as the victor, um, then you weren't surprised that this happened. And thus, you it didn't catch you off guard. But because of what happened and because of what's still happening and what certain conversations are happening within extremist movements, it's important that you pay attention and that you learn from it. So, yeah, that's all I got. Um, one thing that I want to be grateful for today uh, is the ability to have access to certain information, right? Uh, when we look at the Internet and we look at libraries and things like that, these are tools that generations before us didn't have. They weren't able to easily access information. They weren't able to listen to audible, listen to audio books. They weren't able to pick up a, a Google search on anything and kind of uh, read it. And so shout out to information being easily accessible, and I suggest that all you guys use it.